Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is your guy, your boy, um, Logan, here by myself again. So, PC Boys, and I want to apologize to everybody over the summer. We haven't been doing much, ultimately, because A, we've all been working, and B, I always, I'm trying to set up with Kevin and David all the time to do a podcast, but we don't end up doing it because I get too tired, and it, lately it's been affecting my workouts too. Normally, PC Boys, the podcast and the workouts, I'd, I'd keep up with both of them. And ever since I started working, I've been really slacking on it. So I'm trying to get the PC Boys thing back on uh, page and my workouts. Um, so I'm going to try to do my best. But finally, we have a podcast that I can do that I've been looking forward to do. I was supposed to do it the other day, but I ended up um, going to the movies and got home late and I just didn't have the energy um, or the privacy or the quiet uh, that I needed to do the podcast. So I said, you know, I'll just wait one more day. Uh, so sorry for that being uh, delayed. But finally, the Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, spoiler and spoiler-free review um, is here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the first half of spoiler-free and the second half of spoilers. So I'll let you know when I'm going into the spoiler part of the review. So <clears throat> that means if you're sticking around for the full spoilers part, because either you don't want to see Spider-Man Far From Home or maybe you have and you want to hear my opinion and all the nerdiness stuff and you want to stick to the end, then you I'm giving a, a letter grade for both for uh, people that stick around and for people or actually, I'll just do it once, because if you've been through the first half, then, you know, you'll get the second half. So, Spider-Man Far From Home. This movie was a very good movie. I like what they did with the villain. Um, especially how they stayed very true to the comic book roots of how he is, while also being able to put him in the MCU and have it all make sense. They did that very well. They didn't stray, like, they, they took parts of... Uh, the character from the comics, but also combined it and worked it uh, with what the MCU already has established, which I thought was amazing. And I'm not going to spoil that. You'll you'll see it, like, because it obviously me, uh, goes into the big parts of the spoilers of, you know, the character uh, itself, of himself. But anyways, so this movie um, takes place, and I don't really think it's a huge spoiler, mainly in Europe, Right. Um, jumping from, uh, locations like Austria, Germany, um, London, and just, you know, a lot of different places. Um, so for those of you who are wondering how often you'll be in New York, starts off in New York, but that's kind of a given, and ends in New York, um, but the, the Spider-Man's not really in New York that much in this movie. Very, very little. So if you're hoping that he's in New York, you will be very, very, very disappointed with this movie. I was very, um, impressed with this movie with how they dealt with my criticisms from the previous Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, as we all know, I love Spider-Man Far From Home. I mean, uh, Homecoming. <laughs> Uh, with Spider-Man Homecoming, I uh, had a lot of uh, a few gripe, major gripes with it that they fixed in this movie. Homecoming, in my opinion, was a good Spider-Man movie, but in my opinion, I think that, you know, they got the character very much right, but there really hasn't been a Spider-Man movie until Far From Home that I feel like I got everything I wanted out of a Spider-Man movie. And Far From Home is going, in my opinion, 
to be my first favorite Spider-Man movie. I know a lot of people could be like, what the fuck? Like, how is that possible? Because I've heard a lot of mixed uh, opinions about Spider-Man Far From Home. From it being eh, to really good, to bad. There's a lot of opinions on Spider-Man Far From Home. And that's okay. Um, I don't expect everyone to agree with me. But my personal opinion is I think this is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, even though I understand a lot of people have the gripes with the MCU and how they, uh, you know, have Spider-Man and how he operates and how he's used. But you guys gotta remember, the MCU was already established before Spider-Man came in there. They couldn't just re... And, and here's the thing, they can't just take the comic book Spider-Man and throw him onto the screen because then it would, it wouldn't fit the MCU. He wouldn't be able to be there. So, I think they're doing good for what they're doing. If you're looking for a comic book accurate Spider-Man... Read the comics. Then you'll get that. I think movies should be a little bit different. You know, if they follow the comic book pages specifically, then you're basically just watching a comic. You know, there's kind of no point in doing that, in my opinion. So, Spider-Man. <laughs> they did a great job with Spider-Man. Like, they did, they took everything that I really bashed on with Homecoming, and they fixed it. The spoiler part, I will go into the specifics on what they fixed. But they fixed it. Um, and I'm very pleased with it. Um, the main story itself, though, I think was a little bit weak. Um, mainly in the villain's plot. Um, and, like, I get what they were going for. Um, and I respect... And understand the route that they were taking. I just didn't really like it. Um, when it came to like the final battle. And Mysterio's main motivation. And what they were doing. Like this is one place where far from home. Without spoiling it. Because I'm not going to tell you why. I will in my spoiler part in, in, in a moment. Because I'm almost done with the spoiler free. Because you can't really do too much with spoiler free. So... Mysterio, they really, really, really didn't um, utilize empathy with the villain like Homecoming. Homecoming, um, which, because we've already seen, I'll just explain it. The villain's relatable, right? Um, so, spoilers for Homecoming. Um, you have um, the Vulture... Um, fuck, I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man comic book fan, and I fucking forgot his name. Ah, uh, damn it. Adrian Pierce? Is that it? I think it was Adrian Pierce. If I fucked up, I'm sorry, guys. I haven't... Uh, my, um, I'm fucking barely running on any brain power right now. Uh, but yeah, so Adrian Pierce, the Vulture. I believe that's his name. Um... And I, I'm sorry, I'm a Spider-Man fan, I should know all this stuff, but like I said, I'm really tired right now, so I, I'm just not thinking straight. So roast me if you want, um, if I got that wrong. But Adrian Pierce, the Vulture, he was just trying to support for his family. And that led him to do bad things. Really bad things. That led him to... Um... <laughs> killing a guy... Um, and stealing and creating a lot of harmful situations for people. Um, but 
His character was very, like, you you understood the character. Especially middle-class families who, you know, are doing, or living paycheck to paycheck, or doing everything they can to put food on the table. They understand. They understand that the Vulture's motive of, like, where your job is stripped away from you, and where else do you turn but crime to make money for your family. Like I said, with, with Mysterio and... And far from home, the motivation is not there for me. It's not. I think the motivation is pretty weak. Um, but overall, I'm going to give this movie an A. I think, in my opinion, it capitalized on a lot of the things that I, that, that I had wrong with uh, Homecoming. And here's the thing. I know a lot of people like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and that's fine if you do. Like, you know, I'm not sitting here saying, my opinion is the truth. It's my personal likes. Based upon the comic book, I think Tom Holland plays the best comic accurate Spider-Man. But I don't expect the MCU to be exactly like the comic books because the MCU was established far before Spider-Man came into the picture. If the MCU was starting off like Iron Man started off the MCU, but it was Spider-Man, they could do a very... Huge, comic-accurate Spider-Man movie. But they didn't have the rights. They didn't have this partnership. So that didn't happen. So, with him being in an established universe, they've done a good job with him. So, quick off now if you do not want spoilers. Because, man, I'm about to get into some spoilers with you guys. So, spoiler review on Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, let's start off with Mysterio. The villain was good enough. Okay? So, Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, basically... Lies to Nick Fury, who is also a scroll, and Maria Hill, who's also a scroll, the entire movie. Um, saying that he's from a different uh he's from the multiverse, and the multiverse is a hoax, it's it's not actually happening. So I was kind of relieved about that. I was like, thank fucking gosh. Like, I know you can do a lot with the multiverse, but it was fake. And I'm glad it was fake, because I don't like trying to keep track of 600 Earths. It's not cool. But it's a cool Easter egg. I respect it now that it's not actually, like, a main part of the thing. But anyways, so basically he lies, and he uses these uh, drones, and basically try to get um, Tony Stark's glasses that he left for Peter Parker that controls, like, all these drones. Um, uh, he, he tried to get them from him. So basically, he went on this huge journey with Peter to stop the elementals, which were actually um, computer-generated um, pictures or, or, or videos or whatever. Like um, it, it was basically all computerized uh, hallucinations, in, in a sense, um, from the drones, making it look like the monsters were real, when in reality, the drones were just projecting images. And Quentin Beck uh, used that to be able to, um, make it look like he was a hero. And he did the same thing for his suit and whatnot, okay? Quentin Beck, um, that, that's what he did. That's what Mysterio did. In my opinion, I think Mysterio was good. Like, they did Mysterio good, okay? When it comes to how Mysterio is from the comics. He's the master of illusion. Now, I know in the comics, it, he was a Hollywood stage effects guy, so, you know, he used a lot of Hollywood stage effects, but in the MCU sense, using the barf technology from Tony Stark's therapeutic experiment, which was seen in the beginning of Captain America Civil War, um, 
he was very upset how it was utilized and what he was using it for, um, Quentin Beck was. And that is a technology that he used um, to project all the elementals and all the images and to create all these illusions. So it's more, instead of it being like a Hollywood stage effects guy, it's more of like a Tony Stark intellectual level um, tech um, deceptions and whatnot. So, you know, even though he's the master of trickery and illusion, the illusions were computer made where with Quentin back in the comic books, it was in a sense, it was, you know, projection, but it wasn't just that since he's a Hollywood effects guy, he had so much stuff at his disposal, but that's the thing with Mysterio. Um, what I really liked about Spider-Man Far From Home, they really touched upon his spider sense. Um, but, but yeah, so basically, uh, just finishing up on Mysterio. Mysterio, good, uh, they, they did him right. They made him, like, comic book Mysterio. In the MCU, they did that right. But his motivation was pretty weak. Oh, Tony Stark, they didn't use our, you know, our invention the way we wanted it to. He gave it a bad name. And now we got his glasses, and now we're gonna make Mysterio the best-looking superhero in the world, and cause a lot of casualties to be able to make that happen. And in my opinion, I think that that is just, you know, a, a weak motivation. He, he legitimately is doing it for himself, so in a way, he's just straight-up evil. Where with the Vulture, he was relatable, because he was doing something for his family. That's why I really like the Vulture. Mysterio, I like as comic book accuracy, but I like Adrian... Oh, Adrian Toomes. Not Pierce. Adrian Toomes. There we go. Adrian Toomes. Um, I liked him better um, as uh, or the Vulture than Mysterio. Because I felt more connection to the Vulture. Even though he wasn't... Really, Spider-Man's villains aren't overpowered. Like, they aren't. Um, but Spider-Man... In this movie, man, okay, so the villain was eh, um, but everything else made up for it. So Spider-Man went through a journey, like, from the first movie, like, he, he's gotten better at fighting. He created his own suit, the advanced suit, um, so finally, Spider-Man got to create a suit. I know everybody's always complaining it's Tony Stark, you know, Tony Stark's tech, um, and it's not really him creating it in, like, his house or stuff, but guys, remember, we're in the MCU, we already have a bunch of shit established, they're still showing Peter has smarts, yes, he might be using Stark's tech, but he's using his intellect to design and create his own suit, okay, understand, as the MCU Spider-Man, this isn't any other iteration, they are doing Spider-Man based on what's already established in the MCU, so, they did a great job with that. The The advanced suit looked great. The stealth suit looked great. Remind me of Spider-Man Noir. Um, Mysterio, great special effects for him, especially when they made Spider-Man uh, hallucinate a lot. Spider-Man, they really touched upon his Spider-Sense, which you call P Peter Tingle. It doesn't really bother me because I know it's Spider-Sense and it was kind of done for comedy. But, Spider-Sense. It was, it was a big deal. Spider-Man, and, and this is also plays into another thing that I loved about the movie. Spider-Man figured out how to beat Mysterio after getting his ass kicked by him. So Spider-Man in the comic books always loses to his villain round one. Spider-Man goes off, figures out how to fight his villain to beat him, comes up with the solution, and beats him in round two. And that's what I like about Spider-Man in this movie. You see, in Homecoming... 
it wasn't like that. It was Spider-Man, um, he didn't really figure out a way to beat Adrian Toomes. He just kind of fought Adrian in his old, uh, or homemade, less advanced suit. Basically, Homecoming was just saying, he is Spider-Man. He doesn't need the suit to be able to be Spider-Man, but that he himself just needs him, his powers, and that's it. In Far From Home, he got his ass kicked by Mysterio. He figured out how to be able to beat Mysterio, which is by using his spider sense to be able to uh, detect his illusions, you know, to be able to, to detect danger. And that's how he beat Mysterio. That's how he got through his illusions. He closed his eyes and he used his spider sense to be able to detect where the danger was coming from. And then he would counterattack it. And that's what he did in the comic books. He'd get his ass kicked. He would, he would leave. Figure out a solution on how to... Or, or, or a strategy to beat his villain. He'd beat his villain. And that would be it. But they did a comic book accurate thing in this movie. And I really enjoyed it. Also, Spider-Man's suit finally got damaged. I don't know if y'all noticed in Homecoming, but his Spider-Man suit didn't get damaged. As much as I love his Homecoming suit, I like the advanced suit a little bit better because it is the original Steve Ditko design. Not, like, literally, but red and black was the original Spider-Man design in the comic books before it went red and blue. But it was really nice to, you know, see that. Um, the Iron Spider suit was great. The amount of suits that I could see, um when they were going through the holograms of all the different, like, a Spider-Man, you know, ass, uh, was it Friday, or was it, oh, uh, what was the name, what was the name of the, uh, Iris or something, Iris, something like that, um, about, uh, the file of Spider-Man, and all the different suits that popped up, I saw, like, Spider-Armor Mark Three. um, I saw, I swear I saw the original Iron Spider-Man suit. I could be wrong. It was, it went by so fast that I couldn't tell them all. Might have saw Big Time in there. Definitely think I saw Superior Spider-Man in there. But whenever I buy this on DVD or Blu-ray, I'm going to pause it to be able to check all the different suits that were there. But, yes. Well, I geeked out when I saw all the different Spider-Man suits and I knew what they were. I was like, oh my fuck, this is so cool. Um... The elementals were amazing. Special effects were good. Acting was good all around. Um, you know, Peter and MJ's relationship was pretty cute. Um, even though it was, you know, it wasn't like a straight up, yeah, I like you and stuff. It was very cute. I think they did it the way that, you know, it needs to be done. I don't like what they did with Flash Thompson. I don't. I get that they're trying to go for a new angle. But Flash Thompson, like, you know, he's the only, he's the simplest person you could fuck up. And you somehow fuck him up. How can you fuck up Flash Thompson? He's a jock. He's got blonde hair. And he bullies Peter Parker. That's not that's not hard to do, Marvel. Other than that, though. Other than that and Mysterio's motive. And what he's trying to do. The movie was great, in my opinion. I thought it was great. I was engaged. And the action was way better this time. The action in this movie is ten times better than Homecoming. But that's also because John Watts got more comfortable with being able to do this movie. I also like how they made it an incredible Hulk reference where the drones were using like the um, sound amplifiers or whatever in London in the final battle underneath the water. I was like, dude, that was using the Incredible Hulk. 
against the Hulk. Um, but yeah, so it's nice that, you know, they, they did that stuff. Um, and how Spider-Man, you know, obviously figured out everything was an illusion, that it wasn't real. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that the movies, uh, this movie's great. One thing I do want to say, though, is keep Iron Man out of Spider-Man's story. Like, I get, uh, like, to do the Iron Man stuff in the beginning makes sense, but throughout the movie, Iron Man was everywhere. And it's just like, look, we get Spider-Man is taking the role of Iron Man. He's not literally becoming Iron Man, but he's taking the mantle of that stature, being that next big character, the next genius, the next one to make all their tech. That is what Iron Man did. That's what Spider-Man is going to do now. He's not literally, like, everybody's thinking, oh, he's literally being the next army. He's not. He's the next genius. He's the next superhero that's going to take that role that Iron Man left. But he's Spider-Man. Spider-Man is Spider-Man. Him and Tony are both smart. They both make gadgets. And they both have a big role going forward. But Spider-Man will always be somebody different than Iron Man. He's always his own hero. So, like I said, that's really all I got for you. I know a lot of you guys, you know, were hoping I'd do some ranting on some SJW stuff. But I really couldn't find anything in here. Not anything of real significance. Like, I know there was a transgender actor in the movie. But that doesn't really matter to me because they didn't focus on it be different if they focused on it but they didn't um but yeah i thought betty brant also in ned's relationship was pretty cute too um but i like how they didn't overindulge with the relationship they put just enough where you want more but at the same time they did it so well where it's like oh this isn't repetitive but it's done well so that's all I have to say about this movie. It's good. I recommend you go watch it. I'm definitely buying it on Blu-ray. And remember, there might be a little bias because I'm a Spider-Man fan, but I'm going to tell you, far from home, if you love Maguire Spider-Man, you're probably not going to love this. If you're a big Marvel fan, you'll probably end up liking this. If you're a big Tom Holland fan and a big Tom Holland Spider-Man fan, you're probably going to like this. It all depends on what Spider-Man you like the best. And do you like the MCU? If you're part of the MCU and you just watch MCU movies, you should see this anyways just to make everything make sense when the next movie comes out. Because right now they're starting to make the... Like, originally you didn't need to see all the other MCU movies, like in Phase 1 and stuff, to have it all make sense. But now you have to start seeing every movie to be able to understand what's going on. Um, But yeah, so... Give this movie a watch, you know, at least in the theater. Just, Just watch it once. Um, and if you don't like it, then don't like it. And for those of you who are Maguire fans, I understand you love Maguire. But guys, don't keep yourself out of Spider-Man because you love Maguire. You can love Maguire, guys. You can love his movies, own them, watch them. But remember, give Tom Holland a chance. Okay? Maybe he's not your favorite, but to say that he's the absolute worst Spider-Man is so far from the truth. He plays the best Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Maguire, best Peter Parker. Garfield, best Spider-Man. 
The reason that I say Tom is better than both is because he brings both to the table. I get you might not like where they go with Spider-Man and the Marvel version and whatnot, but guys, just watch Spider-Man. You're Spider-Man fans. Even if he's not your favorite, that doesn't mean you can't go and enjoy the movie. You don't have to change who your favorite is. You don't gotta throw your Maguire or Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans out the door. I still own mine. I just think, just enjoy your beloved character on screen. Because someday Spider-Man may not be on TV anymore. Maybe comic book stuff goes out of style and it dies off. Maybe not now, but you never fucking know what's going to happen. We live in really crazy times. Watch and love your favorite character. Don't worry about all the other shit. Because I'm going to tell you guys something. I love Garfield for what he did. I love Toby for what he did. And I love Tom Holland for what he's doing now. I love all the Spider-Man actors. I don't really put... Like, I don't have a definitive I love. I just think McGuire was Peter Parker. Garfield was Spider-Man. Holland is both. That's why, like, if I say which one I think is better, I say Holland because he plays both parts instead of just one. I enjoy all the movies. There hasn't been a Spider-Man movie besides Spider-Man 3 that I hate, the rest I like. It's just, I want you guys to know that it's Spider-Man. We all love him. You you know, you don't gotta be like, oh, he's not my favorite, so I'm not gonna watch him. Just watch your favorite character. You don't gotta say he's your favorite, you know, actor to portray him, but that is the one who's portraying him now. Just watch it. Enjoy it. Don't spend your life hating on one version of the character. Just enjoy the character. You don't gotta say that he's your favorite, but enjoy the movie. Just sit down, watch Spider-Man. Turn your brain off if you have to. I'm not saying you gotta love the MCU or love Tom Holland Spider-Man. But if you love Spider-Man himself, just Spider-Man, not a specific iteration... Watch anything with him in it. Because you may never know when that character will never be seen again. You don't know. So that's all I have to say. Thank you very much for tuning in. I will be doing my Stranger Things uh, Season 3 review hopefully sometime soon. Because I hope to binge watch it all. I only got through like a few episodes today. Because I got back from my mom's. Which means I could finally access Netflix. And I will see you all in the next one.